Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 18. I am sitting here with a very handsome older gentleman. How old is he? Very. Yeah, 60. And I'm sitting across from a very young, young, hot, sexy piece of woman. <laughs> That's me. All right. So what's been going on in our lives? Do we want to say anything? Yeah, Talk going, about anything? What's going on in your life? I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> I'm uh, grouchy because I'm on, I won't say I'm on a diet. I'm just eating right and working out. Not drinking. That's what it is. And drinking lots of water and not drinking any alcohol. Um, it has been 21 days now. Sober so. Lena is a very mean person. All over, or all of January. I'm not a mean person. I haven't drank in 21 days either. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But you don't drink as much as no. I do. Uh-uh. I also so, haven't had sex in 21 days. That's not true. That's making, me, that's making me grouchy. That is not true. You would be grouchy. You are grouchy today because you didn't get any sleep last no, night. No, because the kids kept me up all night. <laughs> yeah, we have night owl children that keep Rob up all night. Yeah, even though they put closed captioning on the on the TV where they can read it, they still have to turn it up all the way, and then they have to out-talk each other. And he could just go out there and say, hey, you guys, could you keep it down? But instead, he'd like to have something to gripe about. I'd have to get dressed. So I'd sleep naked. You don't. I do. You don't. I was, I was naked last night. Were you? Yeah, because we had sex. Oh, I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. I'll cut you off then. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. All right. So uh, what else is happening? I'm decluttering the house. That's my big project right now. I'm going room by room by room and making it beautiful. I got a new boss, which I'm very excited about. Like, very excited. I've never been this excited about a new boss in my life. I think earlier, whenever you were on that conference call, I don't think you were muted whenever you were yelling and screaming, where you were like, yes, yes, because I heard it say, you have been muted. No, it said that after I hit mute on my phone. Oh, I thought that they were listening to you going. Well, they might have been. I don't care. So, yes, yeah. yes. And then it's like I was yeah. having an orgasm. <laughs> somebody having somebody having sex. Yeah, it was like a big uh, work conference call when they announced our new boss, and it's somebody that I worked with. His very I was his very first boss twenty years ago, just about. So it's awesome for me. And now he's your boss. No, I know. I don't it's, care. It's like the circle of life. That's how good I trained him. He's now my boss. All right. Anything else we need to talk about? That's it. I want to ask everybody. Pretty, pretty, pretty pleased with Sugar on Top. Share us with your friends. If you listen to us on a regular basis, let everybody else know how great you think we are or whatever. If Maybe we're not great, but maybe we give you useful information that they could benefit from also. Yeah, we're not, we're not growing very fast. We're not. And I don't know why, but I'm just frustrated because I'm like, we're not getting any new listeners. We, we put like $500,000 into this podcast. <laughs> we're not getting any return for our money. Have, and that's my retirement. We have and not put $500,000. Although that, it is kind of an expensive hobby. I need that money back so I can go to Italy when I retire. So please share us so we can become famous. That would uh, be great. I don't need to be famous. I want to be famous. I would just like to get to the point where our hobby paid for itself. That would be cool. I want to be walking down. We got the, just like one advertiser. I want to be stopped at a red light and somebody pulls up beside me and looks over and makes, you're the guy that does the podcast. I love that shit. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I am. You want my autograph? You can't have it. It costs money. Well, I think we're a long way off from that. 
So we've got to keep just plugging away at this. We are. All right. So today we thought that we'd take a break from our usual type of episode where we do a lot of research and impart other people's wisdom upon you. This episode is going to be all about our most and least favorite things. So Oprah does her favorite things list every year. So I think, you know, why can't we? Yes. Our budget isn't as big as hers though. So our favorite things probably aren't going to be nearly as impressive. But nevertheless, we're going to share all of our most loved and hated things with you guys. You're just just as impressive as Oprah. (laughs) Am I? Mm -hmm. Thanks, babe. Minus the billion dollars, you're still impressive. (laughs) Appreciate that. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. You know, I've been so busy lately. That I haven't even had time to keep up with all the latest world events and stuff like that. Why have you been so busy? And we do a podcast. I don't even know what's going on in the world. Yeah, that's true. You are out of the loop. I've just been working a lot and I have to do stuff around the house and I don't have time to sit in front of the TV or be on my laptop all the time. Well, lucky for you, there's an app for that. Really? There's an app for everything. (laughs) There is. It's called Newsly. Newsly. Yeah. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. I wonder how many voices they used before they decided to do a human voice. I don't know. What do you think the other options were? Maybe Goatman. <laughs> Sasquatch. Well, for the first time in, in the history of the internet, the web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries. Our podcast, Unchecked Baggage, is there too. Yes. So download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly, that's N-E-W-S-L-Y dot M-E, or from the link in the description, and use promo code BAGGAGE that would also put that I'll also put in the description and receive a one month free premium subscription. But it's free just to have it. Yeah. 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 The pay subscription that you pick certain stories you want. Yeah. The app is free. Uh, but if you want the premium, then I think it doesn't have ads and stuff like that. And you get some more features, but I've used the free version and I really like it. It's nice. I like the English lady's voice. That's not surprising to me. (laughs) So download the app. Thanks everybody. And we're back. I know I said that I wasn't going to do a bunch of research for this episode, but I just couldn't help myself. I'm actually not a person that typically thinks in terms of favorite things. When my kids ask me what my favorite color or song is, I always struggle to answer because I just don't think like that. I do like a lot of things, but I don't usually feel particularly drawn to things to where I actually signify them as my favorite things. And this made it really hard for me to figure out what I would consider my favorite things for this episode. If you ask me for uh, like a year from now, I'm sure that my list is going to be totally Everybody knows my favorite things. Yes, babe. We all know what your favorite thing is. Mm -hmm. Sex. (laughs) You didn't have to say it. Oh, okay. I won't say it then. Not sex. Well, I was wondering if most people do have a list of favorite things that they just keep in their heads at all times 
or if there are more people that are like me than I think. And this led me down a little bit of a rabbit hole where I found this little gem of an article from melmagazine.com called having, <laughs> it's called having a favorite anything as an adult is bullshit, but scientifically it makes sense. Huh. I'm bullshit then. Okay. All right. <laughs> In it, the author Tracy Moore at first assumes that adults don't actually have favorite things. But then he does an informal survey and finds out that everyone in his office has favorite things. Uh, quote, color, film, band, and even favorite dipping sauce. So apparently people do have favorite things. Yeah, or most I, people. I don't really have a favorite dipping sauce. I can just, I just randomly pick whichever one I want at the time. <laughs> well, he did some research and learned that ages 14 and 24 are considered magic ages where preferences are hardwired into our brains. And quote, that's for a number of reasons. These are peak emotional and sexual awakening years. People tend to be more open and accepting of new stuff when they're younger. Your ears stop noticing all the intricacies of music as you age. He goes on to say that by your mid twenties, your personality is mostly hardwired. You can change after that point, but it makes, it, it takes more effort. And by the time you're in your thirties, you've got your list of favorite things. And it's almost like it's part of like your bio, but your favorites aren't all of you. Each person is complex and if they want to be ever changing. So hopefully some of your favorites change over time too. Uh, I agree with that. Cause most of the stuff I picked as my favorites were stuff that, um, were my favorites when I was a kid or, really? or young adult. There's a couple on here that probably after, but he's pretty much right on. Yeah. It's almost like once the, um, once the things get cemented in your head, then they just, they're just there. Yeah. They're just your default favorites. Yeah. But you can get new favorites over time yeah. and it's good for you. I said to my kids, I get a new favorite every year. <laughs> your kid, your favorite kid is whichever one's going to give you a grandkid. Huh. So they only have one. Yep. Okay. So. We've got a bunch of different categories here, so let's get going on them. Our first category is books. And this one was actually really hard for me to fig figure out because I don't have favorite things. And especially books. Like, I can't even remember all the books that I've read. And the only ones I could think of were was is, like, one that I read um, actually over the last maybe about two years ago that really kind of stuck with me. And then one that like my grandma used to read to me. So what are your favorite books? Well, when I was younger, I read books all the time, you know, the basic books like Huck Finn and all that when I was in school. But so I didn't, I didn't go back that far. So I did it as an adult. So my, one of my favorites is my wicked, wicked ways, which is a book about Errol Flynn, who was an actor in the thirties, forties and fifties about um, his womanizing and his life in Hollywood. Pretty interesting book, actually. Is he wicked just because he was a womanizer? Yes. And he, he was uh, apparently with a lot of young kids, like Ooh. young girls. So um, there's a movie about him, too. Uh, my second one is a movie called... Uh, you mean a book? I mean, yeah, a book <laughs> about John Wayne called My Life with the Duke by his uh, his last wife, Pilar Wayne. Also a very interesting read. You find out a lot of stuff about him. So you like biographies? Mostly, yeah. About real people is more interesting. And then my favorite book is called Amerta. Omerta. It's about the mafia and is written by Mario Puzo, who was the same guy who wrote The Godfather. Okay. That does not surprise me at all because you love 
the mafia. I love it. Yeah. Because so, my family was in the mafia. That's true. My favorite book from recent years is Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. Um, and uh, this is actually one of my really good friends favorite authors too. And I promise I'm not copying you, but I really did read it. And I really liked that book a lot. It's, um, uh, it's about the 19, gosh, 20 something, I think or the world fair. And it's kind of like a juxtaposition between like good and evil. Cause it's about, um, like building this beautiful white city. And then also this guy that's like a mass murderer that's doing a bunch of bad stuff. So it's really good. And then my other one is The Tale of Peter Rabbit by Beatrix Potter because my mamma used to read that to me all the time and it has really good memories. I think I read that book when I was a kid. Yeah, I think everybody did. All right. Now our favorite color. What's your favorite color? Red. And your least favorite? White because white is boring. (laughs) My favorite is royal blue or dark purple. And my least is like a pea green color. I don't like that. Did you know that red cars get pulled over more than white cars? I've heard that. Also, they're in less accidents because they stand out more. Hmm. I did read that. I also found an article um, from BetterHelp.com that talks about the psychology behind your favorite color. It's linked in the show notes, so you can check out what your favorite color means. But what our favorite colors mean about us are, yours is red. It means that, quote, Red is the color that symbolizes intense desire and ag- oh, oh yeah, <laughs> and aggression. Therefore, if your favorite color is red, you are someone who is driven, adventurous, and active. Oh yeah, intense desire. <laughs> that's definitely yeah. That's true. Yeah. It is. That yeah. is that is true. And then mine were purple and blue. So purple is the color that symbolizes mystery and spirituality as well as royalty. People whose favorite is purple are generally unique and want to stand out. And then blue, the most popular favorite color is blue, which symbolizes peace. And if your preference is blue, you are a calm, trustworthy, and loyal person as you promote unity and security. Hmm. Is that me? Yeah, you you promote <laughs> unity and security, I guess. I yeah. guess. I don't know how trustworthy you are. <laughs> I guess you'll find out. What's your favorite dipping sauce? This is a weird one because usually I just uh, – I just remember when I was younger because this goes back to what that guy said. Whenever I used to go to get chicken nuggets all the time at McDonald's, I'd always get sweet and sour sauce. So that's why I put sweet and sour sauce. Ah, okay. What's your least favorite? Just regular barbecue sauce. Really? Why in don't the you packets. Like barbecue sauce? I do like barbecue sauce, but I don't like the, the you not, it's not weird. dipping. Yeah. Like I'll put barbecue sauce when I'm eating chicken and dip my chicken in it, but I don't like the barbecue sauce you get at restaurants that come in packages. Hmm. I okay. use McDonald's as my dipping sauce thing because they were originally one that had dipping sauce. Hmm. Well, my favorite is ranch. I'll dip anything in ranch. And then I'll my- put that shit on anything. <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, my least favorite is blue cheese. Ugh. Oh, I love blue cheese. Gross. But blue cheese with the chunks in it, the blue cheese Ugh. chunks. I got that from my mom. I don't like that at uh, all. So good. So good. All right. So what's your favorite kind of food? So my three favorites are number three is Thai, which you turned me on to Thai. I never had Thai before I met you. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, that's true. You didn't meet me till you were 50. 
Yeah, I never had Thai. I had Japanese. Wow. Not Thai. And then my second favorite is Mexican. And this is going to be a shocker. My favorite is Italian. <gasps> I can't believe it. And then my least favorite food is Indian because it just looks weird. <laughs> Not all of it. There's some really good Indian food out there. I'll try it someday. My yeah. favorites, number three, is also Thai. I love, love, love Thai food. Um, number two is Mexican um, because I I could probably eat Mexican food just about every single day. Every week whenever I, I cook, I'm, I always cook some kind of Mexican food. I just – I love Mexican food. And then number one is steak. Uh, now that I'm eating meat again, I love a good steak. I love steak too, but I didn't think that was a technically a kind of food. On the notes, I said food, either type of food, oh, okay. Mexican, Italian, etc., or a food item, hamburger, okay. taco, well, etc. I even gave you examples. My list still stands. I tried to, I tried to really spell this out for you. <laughs> my list stays the same. Well, my least favorite food is like Mediterranean. What about bands? Okay, so this also it was all established between my ages of fourteen and twenty-four, like the guy said. So, my third favorite band is Black Sabbath. And my, because of the heavy metal part of it and, and Ozzy Osbourne's voice. Then my second is Bad Company because of Paul Rogers' voice. And then my third and my first favorite band is Led Zeppelin. I have some other ones that, new bands that I like, but those are my top three. Those bands definitely tell us how old you are yeah. for sure. Yeah. And my least favorite band is Kiss because they suck. <laughs> they are, their thing was wearing makeup because their music was so bad. Well, my, this was really hard for me because I like all kinds of different music, but for, for this, I was like, okay, what kind of like actual band bands are, are my favorite? And there's a lot that I really love to see in concert. But if I have to think back to like the bands that have the most number of songs that I just really love, um, then you can, this totally ages me too. You can tell how old I am too. So my, my number three is no doubt. I used to have a big crush on her. Really? When that song Don't Speak came out. Shoot, me too. Yeah, I had a crush on her, like <laughs> hard crush. Who yeah. does it? <laughs> Gwen Stefani's amazing. All right, number two is Guns N' Roses. I didn't have a crush on him. Not the, not the new Guns N' Roses, like, not that, like, rebooted thing, um, but, like, the old Guns N' Roses. I liked his voice, though. Yeah, me too. And then number one, Red Hot Chili Peppers, because I, they didn't put out a bad song until probably uh, the mid-2000s. I never got into them, really. Really? I mean, I like them, but it's just, like, you know, it's not a must-listen for me. Yeah, well, it was, like, I, th- I think I remember first hearing... Uh, the music off of the Blood Sugar Sex Magic album whenever I was like 14 or 15. And so that was like, like, the, like the article said, you know, because like, kind of like my magic years. Mm-hmm. And then my least favorite band is Puddle of Mud. And yeah. that didn't happen until I went to see them live and they sucked really bad. I know it's, you, it, and that's another thing too. Like you'll like a band and you go see them live and they kind of mail it in. You just like, <laughs> If I'm not going to try, I'm not going to listen to them anymore. Yeah, and that's exactly what it was because I liked a lot of their songs. But then whenever I saw them live, they were like the least – they had the least amount of energy of any band I've ever seen live in my life. And I'm like, forget it. I'm not a fan anymore at all. We doing favorite concerts too? Yeah. That's that's down below. All right. These are in like no particular order because I'm not that organized. 
All right, so now it's drinks, right? Yeah. What's your favorite drinks? So my three favorite drinks are- And these are like alcoholic. Yeah, alcoholic drinks. So number three is a Moscow Mule. I've gotten into that more lately. Mm-hmm. And then I like to mix them up with flavored vodkas, you know. The last few years, you've really liked them. Yeah, they're th- especially the ones like flavored ones. Then uh my number two favorite drink is Long Island Iced Tea, which I used to drink a lot. I cut back on that because it's so hard to make. I drink those in my – that's like a uh, – like early twenties drink. Yeah, you try to make me feel bad about that one time, and then we Googled it. It's actually uh, a real man drinks those. It said, I believe. So I don't drink those as much. <laughs> now I drink a lot of Jim Beam and ginger ale. Okay, that's my go-to now because oh. it's only got two ingredients. What about your least favorite? Whiskey sour because I think the sour makes me sick to my stomach. I've seen you order those a bunch of times. I'd cut. Well, yeah, I used to drink them all the time, and amaretto sours. But the sour part is makes me feel kind of sick to my stomach. It's too sweet or something. I don't know. Mm. Well, my favorites, um, my third favorite is an old fashioned. If it's made right, I, I love a good old fashioned. Uh, number two, vodka soda. Cause that's kind of my go-to whenever I'm trying to uh, cut back on calories and not um, have too many calories. Um, and then number one is wine. Um, and I really love a good glass of Sauvignon Blanc. Or a bottle. <laughs> yep. The whole bottle. And then my least favorite is Fireball. Ah, I love Fireball. Blah, so gross. Or anything that I drink as a teenager. So like Goldschlager, MD2020, beer, wine coolers, anything with Everclear in it. Those the, are all my the, least favorite. The first thing I ever drank was Boone's Farm Strawberry Hill. Ugh, Speaking gross. of Fireball, do not drink Fireball and Crown Apple. And that's it. That's what I drank that night at oh, the reunion gosh. where I passed out. Yeah. I have never seen you like that ever. I hope to <laughs> never see you like that again. You will in the Dominican Republic. We go. <laughs> well, I found an article on the digestonline.com that says what your favorite drink says about you. Do you oh, want to hear this? I guess I have no choice. For a wine, it says, quote, wine drinkers are the social butterflies. More often than not, the wine drinker is pushing the conversation forward. This lively bunch can be both a blessing and a curse. They tend to be fearless, confident, and direct. Boundaries? This group has never heard of them. The wine drinker is the one who asks the kind of questions that cause you to choke on your drink a little. Expect this group to add spice to the conversation when needed, but be ready for anything with them. We rely on their social prowess for as long as we have the wine lovers, but we all know the compatibility between wine and sleepiness. Does it make you sleepy? I mean, it does me. So does that sound like me to you? I didn't know it made you sleepy. I'm not talking about the sleepy part. Everything else. Yeah. It does. It does. All right. Whiskey. Uh, it says, quote, it should be noted that those who, whose go to, I can't even talk. Those whose go to drink is a whiskey cocktail, which yours is, is, are much bigger wild cards. These individuals are focused on living in the moment, but not much besides that. They'll likely be much more social than your typical on the rocks or neat kind of person, but they're also more liable for a big late night drop off. The extra flavors in their cocktail takes away the reminder that they're drinking remorseless whiskey. They'll likely feel like they're on top of the world, but you should aim to keep them reeled in a little bit. Whiskey packs a hidden punch. Uh, I don't know about that. Like, is that saying that you drink so much whiskey you don't realize that you need to get so drunk you don't know how drunk you are? Yeah. Okay. I'm- Pretty much usually know how drunk I am. Yeah. 
except for the fireball and crown apple. <laughs> that snuck up on me. It sure did. Well, and this says that they'll likely be much more social than your typical on the rocks or neat kind of person. Yeah, I am that way. I think so. You think Especially people, after you have a couple of drinks. Somebody who's on the rocks or neat, you take them as like the um, Ray Donovan type, you know, <laughs> just always have the anger look on his face. Stoic. And, yeah, and silent. Yep. All right. So now we're going to do our favorite songs. And are you going to do yours and then I'll do mine? Yes. Okay. So we're going to play a little bit of each song for you so that you get a chance to guess. So you can guess what the songs are. So this is Rob's third favorite song. Are you ready? Uh, we don't have free uh, YouTube, so <laughs> it'll and, be just a second. And we're doing this in like such a a janky way. Uh, like I don't. We All don't right, have any. Oh. Now everybody knows this, and every time this song comes on, no matter I've heard it a million times, my radio goes full blast. I do the guitar licks and nod my head back and forth. People in the cars beside me probably think I'm crazy. <laughs> so that's my third favorite song right there. And that's Highway to Hell by ACDC. Yes, yeah, Highway, Highway to Hell by ACDC. I'm sure everybody knows that song. Okay, my second favorite song is this one. I saw them in concert. I think everybody knows this too. Hang on one second. Yeah, that's uh, Van Halen running with the devil. Mm-hmm. I saw them in concert with in 1978. Their and I was very first concert. Really? That was their very first tour. And my first concert was Van Halen with Black Sabbath. Wow. And Van Halen blew Black Sabbath away. You're so old. I know. Okay, now here's my all-time favorite song. This is the reason I like it right here. So that's Led Zeppelin. Days and Confused. That's my favorite song because that bass line and then Robert Plant comes in with that voice of his. That's why they're my favorite band. They're a very good band. Very good. The best ever. <laughs> okay. What, what about your least favorite song? Right, so Are you going to play that one for th- us? This one here, I used to pick up the kids from school and play this song really loud and embarrass them. I think that's plenty. So this is a shotgun Shane called Drink Up. That's my least favorite song. I listen to that song <laughs> as a joke and to embarrass people. Well, my songs are going to uh, age me just like yours are aging you. Here we go. You don't think people young and like Led Zeppelin? Yes, they do. Okay. Talk to her because she looks like a total, total prostitute. prostitute. Okay. I mean, 
All right. That's one of my all time favorite. Remember songs. I got him to send you a message for Valentine's Day one year. You sure did. That was one of the best messages ever. One of the best presents ever. Yeah, he was on, he was on cameo. Yeah, that was awesome. Sir Mix-a-Lot talked directly to me. Our fifth anniversary. He used my name. Our fifth anniversary. It was amazing. All right, here's my second favorite. I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. I like that song. I like that song, yeah. actually. Give it away. I love that song. All right, and then my... <laughs> my most favorite song and remember this is me like i don't have favorites and so i just had to like think okay what do i really really think i like but like if you ask me what my favorite song is tomorrow i'm probably gonna have a different list but today my favorite song of all time is this regulators you regulate any stealing of his property we're damn good too I remember like riding around as a teenager with this song on in the car. It was amazing. I like that song too. I love that song. All right. And then my, <laughs> my least favorite song of all time. I can't really pick time. this song. This is a I good song. I definitely have a least favorite. This is a good song. I, I could, this will be the same forever. We had this song played at our wedding. I can't stand that. That song. seems like a shot at me. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, I'm too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> I hate that song. All right, so those are my those are my favorite songs and my least favorite. And for the songs to make out to, I don't think we need to play those. Let's just go through our list on those. I don't even want to play them. How about we just play number? I'll just play number one. Okay, let's yeah, let's just do number one. Okay, so go through your list. You actually have one song have on here five. twice. Do I? Uh huh. Okay, so anyway, I have I put five because I have two songs that became my favorites after I met you. Actually, only four. You only have four on here. Whatever. Okay, so the the number five or four is "All of Me" by John Legend. So that's one of my favorite songs because we were trying to find a song for us to do our dance to when we got married. And we couldn't find one, and I just happened to put it on uh Sirius XM Love Channel, whatever it was, and this song was playing. I was like, this is a song right here. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like that song. Then there's another song called Beautiful Crazy by Luke Combs, who it's basically describing you, how you know you want to stay home and watch a movie, and then you fall asleep, and you like to drink wine, <laughs> that kind of thing. And then uh You Look Lovely Tonight by Eric Clapton. That's an awesome song. And then um, there's a song by Bruno Mars called Just The Way You Are. That's another good song. And then this is the favorite one right here. This is the favorite song. And this song is also probably a lot of people's favorite because it was in the top ten of the most uh love songs. Oh, that's not it. Anyway. <laughs> this is the wrong song. This is Eric Clapton. But the, my favorite song is I Can't Help Falling In Love With You by Elvis Presley. The make out to. What about your least favorite? Song to make out to. Uh, the least favorite song to make out to is. You don't have to play it. Just say it. I don't know what it is because there's no name on here. You don't know what your least favorite song is. Oh. <laughs> Short Dick Man. I just added that to the end of the list. That is not a good song to make out to when somebody's playing. I don't want a Short Dick Man. Okay. Not a good song to make out to. Agreed. 
Agreed. All right. So my least favorite, oh, no, sorry. My favorite songs to make out to, uh, the third is time of my life by Bill Medley. And then number two, unchained melody by the righteous brothers. And then number one, all of me by John legend. That's your number one. Uh-huh. Huh. I love that song. It makes me cry when I hear it. And then the least, my least favorite song to make out to would also be I'm too sexy. What if that was, what if that was my favorite song to make out to? <laughs> then I, I think we'd have a con, <laughs> we'd have a conflict. We would have a conflict. Oh, I got it. You want my fun fact, don't you? Yes. I'm waiting. So for you. fun fact, the couples have to like the same music. So I have an article from rockpit.com says, Music indeed bonds people because knowing that somebody enjoys the same things you love is heartwarming. Although having the same music taste should not be a prerequisite for having a healthy relationship, it can still help bridge some gaps. You can better understand your partner's values, predict their moods, and relate with them from their choice of music. Hmm. Nice. Uh, one of the fun things about relationships is individuality. When partners have personal preferences, it helps them learn new things from each other. So while liking the same songs can positively impact relationships, couples who prefer different genres can still have amazing relationships. Love transcends music, and you should still cherish your partner even if they don't like the same songs you do. I like. I think we match up pretty well with music because, um, like, you like a lot of things that maybe I hadn't heard of mm-hmm. or hadn't heard in a really long time, and so and you, if you, when you play those, it just I, I like them. I mean, like, I have a better appreciation for them now. Yeah, you got me into some new screaming metal. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> like I can't. Who are the people that wear the mask? Slipknot. Slipknot and those people. I almost said Slipknot was my favorite band because they actually are my favorite band to watch live. Um, I love Slipknot. So I, I think it helps if somebody has a wide range of music tastes like I do. Mm-hmm. So for new rap, I don't like that. But everything, a new country, don't like that. I've got a pretty wide range too. Yeah. So that's why I think we're compatible with that. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we're going to do concerts. Yep. Okay. So my top three favorite concerts. Number three. It's Judas Priest, loudest concert I've ever been to. Like it was loud because I was standing pretty close. I was, it was general admission. I was pretty close to the stage. It was very, very loud. The second one, uh, that you took me to was the Scorpions. That's oh, that's my, your second favorite concert? Yeah. That, that, and we, we saw the Scorpions about what, three years ago? I think so. Out of their prime and they sounded awesome. Like that dude can still sing. Yeah, that was really it amazing. Was surprising. A lot of those guys, their voices give out by the time that they're mm. that age, but this man, they He's, were good. He sounded really good. And then my fur my favorite concert I ever went to, people think it's weird when I say this, is Queen. Why would that they, be weird? They're amazing. I know. Or it's were not, their their songs are awesome, but it's not just the song. The whole show was just a bunch of light effects and different Freddie Mercury was, uh, so this would have been like 1983, I think. So I think he already diagnosed with AIDS then. Um, but he was like just rocking out. I would have loved to have seen them. He was, it was, it's awesome. It was awesome. And then when they do Bohemian Rhapsody, you always wonder how they're going to do that. And they just do a bunch of videos and stuff. It's, it's really cool. It's a cool show. You remember when we were on vacation, um, this last time and we'd go to the club at night and they would play music and do the videos mm-hmm. and stuff. And, uh, one night we went and they were playing a lot of queen music and watching some of those videos, it, like it just made me cry. 
Like yeah. I actually started crying. That was weird. Huh? Especially at Live Aid when Live Aid was when he was really sick and he outdid everybody there. Um, and then my least favorite one, which is sad because they were one of my favorite bands was Black Sabbath. So I saw Black Sabbath in 1978 with Van Halen and that was right the, towards the end when Black Sabbath was about to break up. I figured that out later. Yeah. And, uh, they would just meld it in. It was, they were terrible. Could hardly even hear them. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. That's how, so disappointing when you love a band so much and then they're sucky in concert. Uh, my favorite concerts that I've been to, uh, my third favorite uh, was Metallica. Um, I think it was, I had to look up dates on these, but um, I think it was the September 29th, 2009 um, concert at the American Airlines Center. Um, I loved them. They were really good. And I'm not a huge Metallica fan, but man, they gave it their all. Yeah, uh, I like Metallica. Yeah, they were really good live. Uh, my second favorite concert ever is the 48 Hours Festival in Vegas. Um, that was in 2011. And I got to see so many bands. I got to see Hatebreed, Five Finger Death Punch, Hollywood Undead, Avenged Sevenfold, Seven Dust, Godsmack, and Korn. Um, Only two of those bands you mentioned are any good. They, all, all of those bands were good. And I actually, um, it was the first time I think I've seen, it was the first time I saw Seven Dust and I was really close to the stage. And, um, one of the guitarists, he actually, um, flicked one of the, um, guitar picks out and it landed right in my boobs. Really? Yes. Did he get it like out? Like right in between. No, I got it out, but, and I kept it. It was, it was awesome. Like that was the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me at a concert, like ever. And then my first um, favorite concert I've ever been to was the first annual Knot Fest. Um, it was in 2012 in Somerset, Wisconsin. It was like it's like right on the border of Minnesota. I actually stayed in Minnesota while I was there, um, and that concert was fucking amazing. Like everybody was just like so much energy and and so many mosh pits, and it was awesome. What's your least favorite? Um, where whatever festival it was where Puddle of Mud played, <laughs> they like ruined the whole festival for me. I don't remember which one it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like uh, it was one of the ones in Dallas. It was uh, was it like, uh, was it the Eagle? Uh, no. Well, B- it might have B- been BFD, the one they do on Memorial Day. You know what? It might have been that. I don't. I don't remember, but it was it was something very similar to that. If it wasn't it. So now we're doing our favorite movies, right? Yes. Okay, so my three favorite movies. My third favorite movie is Maltese Falcon because of this line right here. Basically, he says, <laughs> when you get slapped, you're like it. Whenever uh, Humphrey Bogart slaps Peter Lorre, that's one of my favorite parts of the movie. Anyway, that's, that's, what, that's what got me into the film Noir. How do you say that? Noir? Noir? Noir. Because he's like a... He's uh they're looking for this Maltese Falcon and they find it and he helps them. It's a pretty cool. Movie. I've never even seen that. You haven't really? What is a Maltese Falcon? It was it's, it was it was a Falcon and, and they thought it was made out of something uh expensive, but when they got it, it was made out of lead. It was the wrong one. It was very valuable. Hmm. Okay, then my second favorite movie is this one. You broke my heart. 
That's when the Godfather too. Whenever uh, Sonny tells Fredo he knows it was him that tried to get him assassinated. Oh. And then my favorite is this one. Fredo, you're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ah, that's one of the favorite lines in the movie. <laughs> when Fredo was telling him how to, when he was, they were at the at the gambling place, and Fredo was like, "You don't talk to that guy that way," and I was like, "No, you, I do what I want. You take my side all the time." Fredo, so you, Fredo was a very cowardly person in the movies. So your favorite movies are Godfather One and Godfather Two. Yes, and then number three is the Maltese Falcon. Yeah, yeah, those all are right. great movies. We need to watch the Maltese Falcon. You'll like it. It was made in 1942, so I don't know if you really like it or not. Sure, oh, sure then my least it. favorite movie. <laughs> it's a movie that was made in 1936 called Reefer Madness. And so basically what this movie is about, it's anti-marijuana movie where they say if you do drugs, you uh will kill people. And, and one of the scenes on there is a guy who's really high and some guy walks in and they stare at each other. And the guy that's really high gets up and hits the guy with a baseball bat and kills him. <laughs> and he has like this crazy look on his face. It's kind of funny. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. I've never seen like an angry high person no that's what yeah it was all and all the women are whores it's just like it's crazy oh that's silly well my favorites are uh third favorite is the matrix the first one that's the best i remember watching that movie in the movie theater and like walking out and feeling like my whole life was changed really yeah like like i don't know it was weird it, it felt like like our lives weren't even real. It was amazing. Like I just, I loved it because it was, it just gave me a different way of thinking. And then number two is the princess bride because who doesn't love the princess bride? I mean, it's like so good. It's like funny and just feels good. And then number one is dirty dancing. I like that movie. I watched that movie when I was, like an early teen, probably a hundred times. I mean, no joke. I used to go over to my friend, um, Jamie's house and we would watch like her and I, we'd, we'd go swimming and then we'd watch the movie and we would watch it like over and over and over. I saw it so many times and I always wished that I would like, you know, I was an early teenager, like preteen or whatever. And I thought, man, I, I want to have a love like that when I grow up. I was like 30 when that movie came out. <laughs> oh, God. I love it when you remind me of our age difference. I liked it. That was a good movie. <laughs> and my least favorite movie is Clockwork Orange. Oh, I love that movie. Did you? It's so weird, but I like it. I didn't I like, like it. it. It just... Why didn't you like it? Uh, you know, I, I don't... I just remember feeling, I, I don't remember the details because I haven't seen it in a long time. I just remember thinking this movie is disgusting. Like I just felt disgusted by it. I don't know why. Maybe I need to watch it again. And I know it's supposed I mean, it, to be it, a really great movie. It's weird and got some violent scenes in it, but it's, it's, yeah, I, I've seen it like four times. It just made me feel icky. That's, that's uh, what I remember from it. Yeah. So I can what see a, that, I guess. So what about sports? So what's your favorite sports? We did these in two different categories. So like watching and playing. So, so my, watching. Fav- my favorite sports to watch in, in the reverse order of favorites are basketball. Then college football, and my favorite to watch is the NFL, and my least favorite to watch is hockey because I can't see the puck. <laughs> Maybe you need better glasses. No, you just can't. 
it's hard to see on TV because it goes so fast yeah. and it's, it's small. My favorites to watch are in reverse order, soccer, hockey, and football. Well, you're watching football too. You never watch football, but I really, I don't like watching. I I mean, like I had to come up with some. I don't really like watching it, but if I have to watch a a game of something, I'd rather it be football because that's, I understand football. Right. And it's not as boring as like baseball. I understand baseball too, but it's boring to watch. I watch that when I'm tired. I want to sleep. (laughs) And then my least favorite uh, to watch are NASCAR and golf. I can see that. Yeah. Just a bunch of cars going in circles and. Yeah, I don't like either I mean, one of those. What about playing sports? What do you like to play? My favorite to play sports are soccer, volleyball, and then my favorite to play is football. Mm-hmm. I and thought soccer would be your favorite to play. Why? Because you coached it for so long. Mm-hmm. But it's not my favorite to play. Mm. It's my favorite to coach, though. And my least favorite to play is golf because I'm terrible at it. <laughs> are you? Oh yeah. I thought you were a, a naturally gifted I am athlete a naturally gifted and you were good athlete. at everything. I, am, I did. Well, I'm terrible at that compared to all the other sports I could play. <laughs> yes. Well, my favorites to play, I've only got two, uh, volleyball and softball. Those are the two that I played when I was younger. And I still love to play volleyball if we're, you know, at like a family reunion or something. And then my least favorite is basketball. Because I can't dribble, I cannot run and you don't dribble. Have to dribble. You can just stand under the basket and block shots. You're like six foot tall. Okay. <laughs> well, I remember whenever, for some reason, in middle school, they thought that I was going to be really good on the basketball team, and I hadn't even ever watched a game of basketball. I didn't know what the rules were, and they didn't teach us anything. They were just like assumed everybody knew how to play, and so I just looked really stupid in games because I like would dribble the ball down the wrong side and like go to the wrong hoop, and it was really uh. bad. I was like really bad at it. <laughs> it was embarrassing. All right. What about cars? All right. So cars. So my three favorite cars are, so the first car is a 1972 Chevelle SS. Mm-hmm. I had a 1972 Chevelle, not an SS. I had a friend that had an SS and it has to be the one with the stripe down the middle. Okay. That's what I said most, online. Most SSs have the strap down the middle. Mm-hmm. That makes it look better. Yeah, it does. And then I my second this. favorite car, which I took driver's ed in, is a 1978 Trans Am with T-tops. <laughs> okay. It was a, it, when I took driver's ed in 1978, it was a brand new Trans Am. That's why I took it in. And those things were fast. Those T-tops are so cool. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite car is a 1969 Camaro SS. Uh, my best friend growing up had one and it, and that thing, was very, very fast. Wow. So you have like firsthand experience with all your favorite cars. Mm-hmm. I don't have, I was alive when they were. I don't big. have any firsthand experience with my favorite cars. Oh, oh my least favorite car is a Yugo. <laughs> yeah. you, remember, you, you remember the Yugo? Barely. Yeah. I mean, I remember pictures of them. They're real small. Like well, a smart car before a smart car. Yeah. Well, my favorites are, um, a 1970 Chevelle SS and I wrote must have racing stripes. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the Chevelles. Actually, my dad had one whenever we were growing up. He had a Chevelle. I don't know if it was an SS or not. You would know it was probably not an SS. It was really nice. Yeah. This was like really nice. So I don't know if it was an SS or not, but, um, I was really young, but I loved it. It was like a dark hunter green and it had black racing stripes, if I remember correctly. It was amazing. Oh, but it had racing stripes. It was probably an SS then. I don't know. It was it was really nice. And then my second favorite car of all time is the 1957 Ford Thunderbird convertible in powder blue. 
I like those cars. They're so pretty. So, so, so pretty. And then my very favorite car ever made is a 1967 Ford Mustang GT500 Eleanor from Gone in 60 Seconds. You remember that car? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, beautiful that's a nice car. in silver. Yeah, that's oh a nice my car. god, I love that car. Oh, that's a nice car. I would love to own one of those. And then my least favorite of all time is a 1980 Ford LTD Country Squire. Did you have one station wagon? Did you have one of these? That's pretty. No, specific. Oh. I just looked him up. I was like, "What's that old ugly station wagon?" Oh, that's yeah. like the ugliest thing. So ugly. I looked. I looked him up, and that's the one. That's the ugliest. All right. So the places we visited. Your favorite places to visit? No. Yes. Okay. So my favorite places that we visited together or visited, um, Mount Rushmore, the Smoky Mountains, and then my favorite is Cancun. Mm-hmm. I know. Your favorite is Cancun. And the least favorite places we've been. Wait. I have to say something about Cancun. What? Rob loves to go to Cancun. He wants to go to Cancun every single year of our entire lives. And I'm so tired of going to Cancun. Not to sound like a spoiled brat or anything like that. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like they're the whole they're the whole world out there, and if we're we, able to travel, I sure would like to do it somewhere. We can go to Cancun other than just Cancun and other places too. Mm-hmm. But the least favorite place I've been is Yuma, Arizona. That's the devil's ass crack. Oh God! Like it doesn't matter when you go there; it's 127 degrees. Okay, it's like your shoes melt when you get out of the car. Yeah, it like feels like you're literally walking into an oven. It's terrible. I went there one time at. And we in a bus, and we got there at midnight. I got off the bus; it was 102 degrees. I'm like, "What kind of person lives here?" Actually. Yeah, I don't even. It's not habitable. No, like that's it's uninhabitable. I don't. I don't understand why anybody would live there. It's crazy. My favorite places are number three, San Francisco. I love San Francisco. I know it smells bad, but oh, it's God. amazing. It smells terrible. Yeah, and then my. My second favorite is New Orleans. It also smells bad. It does. I think you like places that smell bad. I do. I like dirty places. I, I guess. like New Orleans, but we have though it was, it was like Mardi Gras and it was so fucking crowded. Yeah, I won't go back for Mardi Gras, but I do love New Orleans. Like I, I could visit New Orleans all the time and be happy, except when it's super, super hot. I don't like it when it's super hot. Um, but I just love it. Like the just the everything there i love bourbon street and i love the food and i love the music and just the way people talk i just i love it and then number one i also love cancun wait why is it this, why are you complaining <laughs> about us going all the time for then because i don't want to go anymore why do you like, so why is it your favorite place though um, I mean, you did ask me to marry you there mm-hmm. so that is special to me we had our we um, had sex for the first time there no we didn't we had sex on our, we went there for our honeymoon. We didn't have sex till we got married. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Yep. Um, I just, I, I love it. I mean, I, I do. I love the weather. I love the beaches. I, I love the resorts. Um, I like the, um, the ruins. And it's, it's only a two hour flight from where we live. Yeah. So. And it's, and it's close enough to, to where it, and it's not an insanely expensive vacation. Oh. So I really do love it. $2,500 um, you can go for a week. Yeah. All inclusive. That's awesome. what's good about it. But I'd like to visit other places know, in the world I now. Know, I know. I know. And my least favorite is also Yuma, Arizona. Oh, God. It's terrible. It's terrible. Like I, if I never see that place again, uh, it'll be too soon. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's located where it's at. I don't have to go there. 
Oh my gosh, we are almost at an hour. Okay, we got a few more to get through. I promise it's not going to be much longer. All right, what's your? What are your favorite date nights that we've done? So favorite di- date nights are the when I recreated your your best date you told me about. Mm-hmm. Okay, then we the second one that. is a. Uh, the first time we went to Fredericksburg and we stayed at a little bed and breakfast. Oh yeah. And then my favorite all time favorite is that time when you picked me up from work, took me to Bob's, bought me clothes and got me, got us that nice hotel. That's my favorite. Yeah. And then my least favorite is that one night in St. Lucia where you tried, <laughs> we got into an argument and I wanted to leave. And you wanted to fly back. And I, I, wanted had to to sleep leave. With, I had to sleep with you all night with my arm around you so you wouldn't leave. I wanted to leave the entire island. Yes. I was so mad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my favorites. Um, okay. My third favorite is that time that we did the Breaking Bad tour in Albuquerque. Oh, I like, like that. That was I cool. I loved that. That yeah. was fun. And we, we found it online, like all the different places to go in Albuquerque and, uh, that, that were part of the Breaking Bad show. And it was really cool. I really enjoyed that a lot. Um, number two, uh, whenever you took me to the Dirty Dancing musical, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you got tickets for that all on your own. On my own. Yep. Yep. That was awesome. And then my number one is what, the recreation of my favorite date. Ah, good. I'm glad you liked that one. Uh-huh. That was very good. I like it that you're so um, um, inventive, I guess. No, I have to be like, number one. That's what it was. I, I your favorite know. date was not with me. Now it is. So now <laughs> I'm the winner. You're the winner. Yes. All right. And my least favorite date is that time we went to Santa Fe when we first got together. <laughs> okay. I won't even tell everybody why, but it was terrible. All right. So then next one is things we want. Things we want? Yes. Things we want. Oh, wait. New places we want to oh, go. I want to go. <laughs> yeah. New places we want to go. Okay. So for me, places I want to go is Italy, Hawaii, and New York. Mm, me too. I want to go to all those places. And the place I never want to go is a hobo's butthole. Me neither. No, I want to go anywhere near a hobo's butthole. <laughs> Me neither. All right. And the places I want to go are Ireland, Italy, and Bora Bora. And the place I would never want to go is Afghanistan. Uh, too many fighting going on. Mm-hmm. What about uh, cool things that you'd like to have? I'd like to have a self-driving car and a bidet. <laughs> I would even go. I would just go on the bidet just to, just to have the water squirt at my butthole. You know, we can just buy one of those. They're not that expensive. A self-driving car? No, a bidet. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we can. The, the self-driving cars, those are really expensive, but I can get you a bidet if that's what you really want. I'll think about it. All right. And the things that I want, um, I'd love to have an Oculus Quest. That'd be so awesome. I have no awesome. idea what that is. It, it's the, um, you know, virtual reality. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I thought it was something with eyes, I guess. Is that what? Yeah, okay. it is something with your eyes. All right, go ahead. Um, I'd also like to have solar panels on the house. <laughs> I think that would be really cool. And I'd also like to I get to calls have... for that every day. I don't want to do it like that. I want to uh, buy them outright. Okay. And I just haven't saved up money for us to do that yet. And then I'd also like less lazy children. Huh. <laughs> we make them lazy. That's why I've really been thinking a lot about that as I've been decluttering and they just keep recluttering things. We, we make them lazy by not making them do stuff, but. Well, they've got an all new mommy now. Mommy doesn't have wine at night, so instead she cleans house and wants everybody else to keep it clean too. That is true. <laughs> One habit to the other. All right. So there you have it, everyone. I know that this was a riveting episode and you really enjoyed hearing about our favorite things. Um, and e- then email us your favorite things. Oh yeah. Email us. That'd be great. We've stopped asking people to email us because they haven't been doing it, but if you'd like to, 
That'd be great. And we'll read your favorite things on our next episode. Yes. And I also um, wanted to do this episode because now I know some things that Rob wants for Christmas. So this is going to help so me gonna out get, a lot. You're going to give me a bidet for Christmas? I bet I will. Right. So you ready for the closeout joke? All right. Close this out. Do you know what Pink Floyd and Princess Diana have in common? No. The last hit was The Wall. Rob? That's terrible. For Pink Floyd? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to do our outro now. I'm sorry about the tasteless joke. Um, thank you so much for listening to us. For relationship advice or to tell us how great we are, please email us at unchecked.af at gmail.com. We can also be found at unchecked.baggage.co on Facebook by searching at unchecked.af. Our Twitter handle is at unchecked.baggay1 or search for unchecked.af on Instagram. And we're now on TikTok.